This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What is the mystery of faith? In this podcast, we discuss the truths about faith, God's grace, and the ability to see and follow the light. Hey friends and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast. Today, our topic is mystery of faith. This is episode 286 and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with com. You'll also want to check out some of the links of interesting websites and more information that I found as I was writing this podcast that I think will really interest you. Also, check out the mediaangels.com website where you can download character planners for your family today as well as many other books that may be of interest to you. Well, this topic has fascinated me for a while, the mysteries within our faith. Did you know that the words, the mystery of faith, is found in 1 Timothy 3.9? Yet it's found in several translations. For example, the Wycliffe Bible and the Douay Reims. The verses state, holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. Meanwhile, in the New International Version, it states, they must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. So one says, holding the mystery of faith, and the other translation says, they must keep hold of the deep truths of faith. But when we look at it, the mystery of faith is holding on to the deep truths of faith. There are many things about faith that are mind-blowing when we stop to think about them. For example, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One God, yet three distinct persons. It's a mystery. Or what about miracles? How do they happen? There is no explanation. It's miraculous. It's something we believe by faith. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11.1 The basics of salvation are easy to remember, but for some they are not so easy to understand. Jesus was born a babe through the power of the Holy Spirit, which overshadowed the Virgin Mary. He was raised by Mary and Joseph in Nazareth born in Bethlehem of Judea, and he lived a humble life. The Christmas story, or the nativity narrative, is well known. The miracle continues with the three wise men from the Orient. The three wise men, or the wise guys as my children used to call them, studied the light, or the star. The Magi knew they would find something remarkable. 
a babe. That would be king. Our pastor told us that they were studying the constellation Leo. Leo has a very bright star within it. And there's another popular theory that the star of Bethlehem was a very rare triple conjunction where the bright planet Jupiter with the star Regulus in the constellation Leo. In this event, Jupiter would have um, been brightly shining close to another star, or there would have been three stars that it passed very closely to. So there's a lot of theories about what this star was, but nobody really knows. And it's interesting because the constellation Leo signifies lion. And, you know, we always have heard that Jesus has been referred to as the Lion of Judah. The Magi also knew that Judea was in Jerusalem, and that light they saw represented a king. They were following this light, yes, as an astronomical event, but the scriptures don't have all the information, right? So a lot of this goes on tradition, what has been passed down, and what we've been told. But this light not only represented this event, but they expected to see a king. They expected to see a baby in a palace dressed in finery as only a prince being born into a royal family would be. They went to seek this baby in the palace of King Herod. In the scriptures in Matthew 1 through 12, and I won't read it because it's very long, but you know this scripture, I'm sure. I'm sure you've read it. And if you haven't, take the time to do so. But in the scripture, we read that everyone knew the prophecy. When the Magi asked King Herod where the baby was, he was shocked because he had already been hearing about this prophetic word. And so he gathered the chief priests and the scribes, the learned men who knew and had studied the word. And I'm going to read you a portion of this. We read in Matthew 2, 4 through 7. And assembling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where Christ should be born. But they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for so it is written by the prophet. And thou, Bethlehem, the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah? For out of these three shall come forth the captain that shall rule my people, Israel. Then Herod, calling the wise men, learned diligently of them the time of the star which appeared to them. And the scripture goes on. It is astounding. How could the priests and the scribes, who knew where Christ would be born, they even said, in Bethlehem, the land of Judah, how could they not go? Yet, the Magi left immediately and went to find this baby. And they prostrated themselves before the king of heaven and of earth. They saw a baby not dressed in finery, but in abject poverty, and felt prostrate again before him and worshipped him. They followed the light, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
they were infused with the grace from God. What they found astonished them and exceeded their expectation. This grace was given to them by God and was a mystery they could not understand. God's ways are not our ways. I'll read Isaiah 55, 8-9 in a minute. But we've long established this concept on many, many episodes that I've shared with you. Yet we try to understand that which is a mystery. Why Jesus, who is the second person of the Trinity, fully God and fully man, would come as a babe to a poor family? Why not a wealthy family? Why not a king? The Magi were expecting the royal baby. That was certainly what the people of Israel were expecting, a king who would set them free. Yet we learned that Jesus was born. It was in John 3.1, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea. Herod was a tetrarch of Galilee. It was a time of unrest, and the people were waiting for their Savior. Yet many missed them. Unlike the Magi, the learned men did not follow the light. Yet the Magi did. It was many years later that Jesus began his ministry at or around the age of 30. Luke 2.23 says, Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. In Numbers 4, verse 3, we read that you had to be at least 30 years old in order to serve as a priest. Count all men from 30 to 50 years of age who come to serve in the work of, at the tent of meeting. Jesus did not begin his public ministry for quite some time. Can you imagine his life with Mary and Joseph? How wonderful to live with the Savior. Again, a mystery that the Almighty God would humble himself. The last we hear of Jesus is when Mary and Joseph find him in the temple after three days when he was 12. The years after this are referred to as the hidden years. It's as if the Lord wanted to devote his time to his parents, his foster father Joseph, and his mother Mary, because they both would sacrifice so much for him. We don't really know why, but those years are hidden from us. If those concepts are known to us who are Christians, and it still astounds us, can you imagine if you're not a Christian? If I asked you to make a list of all the things that puzzle you about your faith, what would your list look like? Would you list, well, why do bad things happen to good people? Or how does the Lord allow evil to take place in our world? Or maybe, why do people continue to reject Jesus as the true Messiah? In Isaiah 55, 8-9, we read, Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unjust man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he is bountiful to forgive. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are exalted above the earth, so are my ways exalted above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. This brings us to how God, who continues to call his people, us, back to him again and again, has such mercy, such goodness, and such compassion. 
yet we continue to reject him while we remain in error and in our sinful ways. The mystery of faith is recognized by miracles that happen today. They are shrouded and often kept secret. For example, there are relics of the Holy Cross that Jesus died on that are kept in churches throughout the world. There are some in the Vatican. There are some in shrines all over the world. There are many historical accounts that Helena, the mother of Constantine the Great, was instrumental in recovering the true cross in 326 to 328. That is something that's not often common knowledge. We live in an age of unbelief and rejection, and as usual, I will not spell it out to you. You already know. And what I can do and what we can do is turn our hearts and minds totally toward God as a way of not giving up, as a way of giving to the Lord, maybe as partial reparation for those who do not follow him, who have rejected him. I will follow the Lord. I will learn and study. I will read good books that will fill my mind with knowledge and not fall short. It is a commitment I make today before you, and I pray the Lord gives me the grace to follow through. And so let this be a lesson for all of us that our loving God is calling us today and every day, right now. He is calling you to come to him. We don't have to understand everything, and that is what faith is, the belief that Jesus Christ is Lord and that the Almighty has done great things for us. Yes, there are many mysteries of faith or scripture verses that may leave us puzzled, yet he has not rejected us. He waits for us with open arms. He has demonstrated this in his life, death, and resurrection. He has opened the gates of heaven. He continues to bless us and allow the miracles of life to happen daily. And the Holy Spirit is always with us. Please, Lord, let us be like the Magi. Infuse in us the grace to believe and to understand. The Lord Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords, and he has called us to worship him. I pray this is a time of miracles for you in your life. Look for them each day. Rejoice in the mysteries of our faith and seek him always. Amen and amen. There are some very interesting articles that I have given you um, some links to follow if you're interested in them. And I hope that you are blessed today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.